so let's start on our backs. So lying flat, bring your right hand to your low belly and your left hand onto your heart. Eyes closed, find your breath. So we're really going against the the grain this morning on a day like Black Friday when everything is telling us to focus externally on that which is outside of us. Here we are in yin practice, which is completely about the internal world. So as you find your breath, let the breath draw you inward. Just like the chilly wind sends us scurrying for the indoors, yin turns us toward the things that really matter. Notice how you're feeling. Notice what you're feeling and where you're feeling it. As you begin to become more and more aware of what's going on internally, from that awareness, choose one word to carry with you into your practice. One word that will support and nurture your current state of being. Once you've found your word, extend your arms over your head. Start to reach the toes toward the front of the room, creating a wall-to-wall stretch. Think about the length happening from the sides of your body. Tailbone is reaching toward the heels, and chin is drawing slightly toward the throat so the back of the neck can release. 
Find a full breath in. And as you exhale, bring your right knee in toward your belly. Catch hold of that leg and just give it a gentle hug. And then inhale, again, find your wall-to-wall stretch, reaching long. And as you exhale, bring your left knee in, give it a hug. And then just alternate a few times on each side. Moving with your breath. Continuing that sense of noticing, what do I feel, where do I feel it? What is my body asking for? So next time that you bring your right knee in, next time that right knee comes in, you're just going to hang on to it. So you'll have your fingers interlace. So interlace your fingers around the leg. And notice the tendency to pull on the leg like we just were with the movement. But instead of pulling on the leg, we're going to find ease in the arms. So the only action in the posture is happening from the interlaced fingers. So let your shoulder blades drop. Let the arm bones soften so that it's the weight of the arms that's holding the leg in place, not the pull of the muscle. As you let go of the arms, you'll notice perhaps that your elbows soften. Depending on what's going on in your body, you might end up rolling a little bit to the right. Some of us will end up resting on the right elbow. See if you can let this sense of falling into gravity support start to happen. let go of the space between your collarbones. Let it soften. Softening the space around the tailbone.
Notice where the mind goes and keep bringing it back to your current experience. What do you feel? What do you notice? Fully focused and aware of this moment. Using your left hand, gently guide that bent right knee across the body to the left. So you're coming toward a twist, rolling as far up on that outer left hip as you can. Well, for some of us, the right shoulder might end up popping off of the floor. If that's comfortable, no problem. If it's not comfortable, you can push your elbows into the floor to kind of lift the upper body and counter-rotate the upper body, the shoulder girdle to the right to help flatten the shoulders while keeping the deep twist. The idea again here is now that we've found the shape of the posture, shape of the twist, now we find gravity. So there are, are lots of options with what you can do with your arms and with your head, so find something that feels comfortable and then start to let go of the weight of the body. If it feels like you're gonna roll somewhere when you start softening, then rearrange your body until you find a place where you can let go into gravity without that sense of falling out of the pose. So that there's very little or no action happening in the posture, just gravity. In yin practice, we don't rely on the need for an extreme stretch in order for it to be effective. The effectiveness comes because we linger in the posture three to five minutes. So it can be a gentle, subtle pull, but the three to five minute hold creates the depth. Helps us go beyond the muscle fibers into the connective tissue, the yin tissue, which takes a lot longer to respond. Also tends to be where our chronic pain lives, is in connective tissue, tendons, ligaments, fascia, joints, bones, bursa. Let your body become very heavy. If you're pulling or pushing in the pose, that's not yin. See if you can find a place where you can just soften and let go.
can either choose to stay as you are, or if you'd like to go a little bit deeper into the outer leg and hamstring within this twist, then you'll start to pull your right knee toward your belly so that the left hand can catch hold of the foot. So catch hold of the foot with the bent knee first. And then once you've caught hold of the foot, start to work the leg towards straight. It might not straighten all the way, so don't worry about that. Hand to foot. If you can't do it with hand to foot, skip it. And go back to where you were. soft space within your body. Even though you might have the hand grip on the foot now, let that be the only place that there's any action in the body. Everything else softens. moments here, even though the sensations may have grown quite intense, let everything soften. If you straightened your leg, first bend the knee. And then very mindfully, use your left hand to push the right leg back up to center so that you're not doing the work with your low back. So bend your knee first, bend your knee first, and then push the leg back up to center. Once your sacrum lands on the earth, bring the foot to the floor and slide the leg out to meet the mat. And just lie still. Let go of the weight of the body. There might be a lot of new sensations in the body, especially if you're new to yin. There's sometimes an achy quality, a kind of stiffness that we feel when we come out of the pose. That's the yin tissues talking, so breathing, softening allowing that process to happen. 
course, we never want to have sharp sensations in our yoga practice or electric sensations in our yoga practice. So if you're getting that, then modifications are probably needed. So you'll need to let me know. But those kind of achy, stiff sensations are part of yin. wall to wall stretch, reaching overhead, toes to front of room, find a full breath in, exhale, bring your left knee in toward the body, hug that knee, so again, interlace your fingers around the leg, once you found your placement for the hand, start to soften, let go of the shoulder blades, rather than pulling on the leg, let the arms soften. Be precise. Pay close attention to what you're doing with your body. Let things soften. This isn't about pulling your leg closer to your body. It's about letting go into gravity. Soften shoulder blades and collarbones, tailbones. So that the only action that's happening in the body is that interlace of the fingers. Face soft. Jaw soft. Moving your awareness through your body, finding new places to soften. Noticing how there's that little tug of war in the mind of, oh my God, if I soften, I might roll. It's okay. Let the body roll to the side if it needs to. The point is to remain soft and to explore gravity.
using your right hand now, gently guide that left knee across the body to the right, moving slow and mindful. So you're rolling up onto that outer right hip. If you need to, you can always shift your hips so that your left hip is stacked over your right. So feel free to move your body as needed so that you can find that place where you can just hang with gravity. So we start with the bent knee variation. Find a comfortable place for arms and head, neck. What feels good within your own body this morning? And your body is constantly communicating to you through sensations. So if you listen to those sensations, it'll direct you exactly where to place the limbs, exactly where to place the head, exactly where to place your awareness to get the most from the pose. Once you've found your space, soften, let go into gravity. If you'd like to take the straight leg variation, so if you didn't do it on the first side, I'd skip it on the second side. You're going to reach down with the bent knee, catch hold of your left foot, and then start to work the leg towards straight. Again, the knee might not straighten all the way, so don't force it. Find the ease in your body again. What is the body asking for? It's always guiding. It's like our built-in GPS system. Through sensation, we can find our way.
last few breaths, what can you let go into? Straighten the leg, first bend the knee. From the bent knee, use your right hand to push the left leg back up to center so that your low back and sacrum are doing very little work. And then once you're at center, bring the foot to the floor, slide the leg out on the mat, find your neutral position, just lying and breathing. Allowing the mind to follow those interesting and new sensations in your body. Like go into gravity and let the body respond and do what it does to digest and assimilate the experience of the posture. You're going to place your feet flat onto the mat and gently roll to your right. Pausing on your right side just to take a few deep breaths. And then from here, press into your hands and find your way up to all fours. on all fours, we're going to find swan pose, which is pretty much the same thing as pigeon. So for swan, you're going to draw your right knee forward toward your right wrist, kicking the foot across the mat toward the left so that your shin lands at about a 45 degree angle across your mat. Take a moment to adjust so that your joints are happy. You can slide the back leg away so the hips start to melt toward the floor. And then once you're here, think about pulling your right outer hip back just slightly. For a moment, press the bones of your feet into the earth. Lengthen the tailbone toward the back heel and inhale, draw up through the front of your armpits. And from that sense of spaciousness, find your way into the fold, bringing your forearms down to the earth. Really mindful that you're not rolling off to the right or left, so... For most of us, the right hip won't be touching the floor. 
Well, you can rest on the forearms and find a place to let your forehead rest. You can also stretch the arms forward and bring the forehead to the floor. So find your space. Beginning to breathe into your right hip. beginning to let go of the weight of your hips, soften your tailbone. Letting go of the skin of the face so it's drawn away from the bone with gravity.
float the hands back. And gently find your way to all fours. Pausing on all fours to breathe and to gently let your hips sway right and left. back to neutral and we'll take the second side. So draw your left knee forward. So left knee travels toward the left wrist, slide the foot across to the right. Try to let the legs do the placement themselves rather than grabbing the leg with the hand. Slide the back leg away. Again, make sure you're upright and centered. You're not leaning right or left. Pull your outer left hip back gently. Press the bones of the feet down. Pull the tailbone toward the back heel and inhale, drop through the front of the armpits. And then letting go, finding your way onto your forearms, folding forward. Find a place to rest the head or let it hang. in with your relationship to gravity. Is there anything that you can soften?
just going to shift your weight to the left and swing the back leg around, coming towards seated. Take the legs out in front for a moment and maybe move the feet a bit. Take the legs wide, so legs come out into a V. And you want to make sure that you don't have any pull happening in your inner knee. So if you're getting pull in your inner knee, then bring the legs closer together. Let go of the feet so that the legs become soft. And then to your degree, just walking the hands forward. So it's morning, it's chilly, the hamstrings might be a little bit snug this morning. So give them time to open slowly. Just letting the upper body fold forward. Let go of the weight of the head. Just beginning to breathe into where you are. of the comparisons. It doesn't matter what anyone else in the room looks like in the pose. You're not going to go home in that body. You're going home in yours. So really tune into where you are. Notice any urgency to push or pull. Instead, soften. Just let gravity do the work. If you're feeling a stretch, you're there. It doesn't need to be extreme. Most of us will never have our nose on the floor in this pose because of the way our bones are put together. And that's all beautiful and perfect. Breathe into where you are. Come as still as possible in the posture. Just get heavy. Inhabit the stillness, inhabit your body. Inhabit your breath. Thank you. 
and you soften into gravity. Just allowing gravity to take the body wherever it needs to go. Chin tucked as you slowly rise up. Take a moment just to sit and breathe. Let the bones soften. Gently draw your legs in and together. You're going to scoot over toward the left edge of your mat. Starting with straight legs. And you can have your bolster handy just in case you might need it as we go through the stages of the posture. If you don't have one, it might be a good idea to come grab one at this point. draw your right foot back and placement of the foot will depend on what your joints have to say about this so the deepest version of course is going to be with top of the foot to the mat if that's uncomfortable the joints are talking to you then definitely turn the foot out to the right so that the inner foot is on the earth if it's still uncomfortable in either of the joints, separate the knees so that you can bring ease into it. And if for some reason you're still not finding ease, you can let me know in a moment after I get everybody in the pose and I'll help you modify. Okay, so find your space. What feels good for your joints? We're looking for a stretch in the top of the right thigh, so the quads. If you're already feeling a lot there, just stay seated. If you're not feeling a lot of stretch in the quad yet, you can work your way back to your elbows. Now, if the floor feels like it's too far away, here's where your bolster comes in handy. You can place it behind you and place your elbows onto the bolster. And then just linger there for a moment, see how things are feeling. If you feel a stretch in the quad, maybe you hang out here for the rest of the posture. If after a few breaths, the body gives you that clear signal that it wants to go deeper, then you can work your way onto your back. So again, you can go to the floor if your body's okay with that, but your bolster is handy. You can place it behind you so that it's running long ways, and you want to support your shoulders and your head. 
So shoulders and the head are supported. If you get back there and it's not working out and you need to exit, you'll roll toward the straight leg side of your body, so toward the left to come up and then rearrange yourself. So settling into your breath. Again, the body should not be communicating to you through the ankle joint or the knee joint. If you're getting sensation in either of those places, please adjust your posture until there's minimal sensation or no sensation. This posture is about the quad, not not about the knee or ankle, so be mindful. Let the tailbone soften.
roll slowly toward your left side. Roll onto your left side and just curl up in a fetal position. Curling up on your left side. And just lie there for a moment and breathe. Don't try to move the joints too much just yet. Just let the body rest. your left side pressing into your hands to slowly come up. Take the legs out in front of the body. And here maybe moving the joints a little bit, maybe curling the toes and releasing them, rolling the ankles, whatever feels good. And then you're going to scoot over to the right edge of your mat. Legs are straight. And draw your left foot back for the second side of half saddle. So again, top of the foot can be on the floor, or you can turn the ankle, or rather the foot out to the left so the inner foot is on the earth. You can also separate the knees if needed to find the space that really works for you. If you're feeling a lot of stretch already in the top of your left thigh, stay seated. Otherwise, work your way back to your elbows. Again, remember you have your bolster there that you can prop yourself up on as needed. Even if you know you want to go all the way onto your back, stop at the elbow point first just to give your body, your nervous system, a chance to feel the stages or trauma. onto your back only when your body's had a chance to respond. Find your space. Once you're settled into the place where you want to hang out, think about really softening into gravity. Tune in. Is there any part of your body that's speaking to you in a way that is very clear that It needs to be changed or shifted. So if you've got a lot of sensation in your ankle or your knees talking, then you've got to shift something, move something, change something so that that sensation is not present. Yin is not about forcing. going to get more or get bonus points by being in pain in the pose. You're just going to be in pain in the pose. Find a place that's comfortable to work at. A place where you can soften.
Stida Sukha Asana. The posture should be steady and comfortable. posture is not steady or comfortable, it's not because there's something wrong with you. It's just because something in the body needs to be placed in a different way. Yoga doesn't fall into the same way of living that our external society does. There's no jello mold that you can pour yourself into in yoga class and make it fit. Instead, it's about fitting the posture to your body, to your life experience, to your place of ease and steadiness. side, roll into your right side and just curl up on your right side. Pausing there for a moment, breathing. to slowly rise up. Take the legs out in front of your body and then move them in whatever way you need to to kind of release the joints out. And we're going to take the right leg out to the right, so extend your right leg out to your right. Right. 
keep the left foot folded in toward the inner right leg. It doesn't have to touch, so find, again, the comfortable space for your body. <coughs> Excuse me. So you can keep the foot there, or you can take kind of that half-saddle variation that we were just in. Again, your knee joint needs to be okay with this, so that means you would pull the left foot to the outer left hip. Again, top of the foot can be flat to the floor, or you can turn the inner foot to the floor, depending on what feels better in the joints. So two options for placement on the leg. Make sure you're choosing the one that's most conducive to where you are, not where your mind tells you you should be. <laughs> Twist toward your right leg. Pause there for a moment and breathe. Let the right foot soften, let the leg soften, and then slowly fold forward over your right leg. Let your head get very, very heavy here. Let your head get very heavy here. soft. Notice if there's any place in the body where you're trying to prevent gravity and check in. See why that is. It might be because the foot needs to be moved to a different place so that your sits bones are steady on the floor. might be because there's a fear of going deeply into the pain that's living in your body, that's taken up residence in your body. Find a place in the pose where you can soften into it, go into it. I encourage you to keep your head heavy. Don't attempt to lift the head. Keep the head heavy and breathe. Unless your body's giving you some kind of clear, direct signal that you need to change something in the posture, then just hang and breathe. Let it happen. No pushing or pulling, just breath and gravity. Breath and gravity. Notice the mind, all of the interesting thoughts that circulate through in the posture. Notice which ones you're buying into and which ones you're letting go of.
last few breaths, what can you soften? It might be a place in the physical body. It might be a place in the mind. An emotional pattern, a holding of some sort that begins to finally let go. important that you keep your chin on your chest as you slowly curl up. Chin to the chest. Head is the very last thing to stack onto the spine. So take your time. Honor those signals to move slow. Once you're all the way up, just pause and breathe for a moment. Soften the bones in your body. And then prepare to change sides. So you'll take your left leg out to the left and draw your right foot in to whatever degree feels right for you. Okay, so either foot to inner thigh or foot to the outer hip. Once you've found the variation that is in agreement with where your body is today, then you can twist toward your left leg. After you've found your twist, gently fold forward. <coughs> no reaching, pulling, or pushing. Really let go. This is all about gravity. In yin, we cannot make the posture happen only soften into what unfolds naturally. go but breath and awareness find the weight of every cell in your body get heavy. The head get even heavier. Not because you're striving to get somewhere, but because that's what happens naturally when we soften into gravity.
Very slowly with chin to chest, work your way back up. Chin to chest until the very last moment and the head stacks over the spine. Pause for a moment once you're upright and just breathe. Let the skeleton soften. Good, and bring the legs in toward one another. To our backs from here, so to get there safely, preserving all of the great work you've done in your connective tissue so far, you're going to come down to one hip and one shoulder so that you're on your side first, and then from there, roll onto your back, lying all the way down. Once you're on your back, lie flat for a moment. We're going to take one more posture, one more brief posture in just a moment. For now, just breathe, lying still. your feet flat to your mat. And cross your, <clears throat> excuse me, left leg completely over your right leg. Left leg over right. So you have ankle over, or excuse me, knee over thigh. So knee over thigh, yep. And then you can either just stay as you are for the twist, or you can take that left foot and tuck it behind your right calf, like eagle pose. If that's available, great. If it's not, great. And then you're going to take the legs over to the right into the twist, so keeping that knee to thigh connection as you take the legs over to the right. So it's a twist, so let your, your shoulder blades travel toward the earth as your knees travel to the right. Breathing. Softening back into your own experience in this moment.
So first unwinding the left leg and then bringing the left leg up towards center and then the right leg so that you're back up at center, feet flat to earth. And then take your right leg over your left leg, knee over thigh. And maybe hook the foot behind the left calf if that's available. And then taking your twists so the legs travel over toward the left. What you do with the upper body is entirely up to you. Breathing here. Mindfully unwinding the right leg. So you can come back one leg at a time to center. Pausing for a moment with your feet flat. And then from there, extending the legs out along your mat. Finding your final resting space for Shavasana. Feet at least mat with distance apart. the arms away from the hips slightly so that your armpits are open and turn the palms open toward the ceiling reducing stimulation to your nervous system let your eyes close find your breath your jaw. Allow your jaw to soften. Let the jaw hang. Jaw soft. Notice your tongue. Let go of the root of your tongue. Well, 
the tongue drop away from the palate, the dome of your mouth is exposed and spacious. Notice your teeth. Let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt, the whole mouth is soft. Notice the front layer of your body. Notice the front of your body, including your face, and let the front body drop into the back body. Rest.
to slowly return to body and breath. Finding gentle movement in your toes, your fingers. Finding your way onto your right side, eyes closed, let your body lead the way. into your hands to find your way to seated. Bringing hands together at your heart. Acknowledging your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today. Realizing that all you've cultivated in your time on the mat now expands into the world. Permeating all that you do, all that you are, and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste.